Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down to wait to your watering hole. <laughs> hey y'all. Those are my bongos. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. It is 2022 and it's EJ here. And Lawana. And it's another episode of uh, ATL Watering Hole. Watering Hole. Hey come y'all. On down. <laughs> come on down. Come, come on down. down. <laughs> come on down to ATL Watering Hole. I had to hit y'all with that new dude in the 2022. She okay. said she took her time on that. I did. Y'all. That was special. I did. Just for you guys. I, I got to get some more lyrics, but I, we at least have the chorus. You know, and if you're a 90s baby, I will say uh, that's giving me Arthur. Arthur vibes. Circa Arthur? 1990s. Arthur had a, a sort of Caribbean Afrocentric, Afrocentric no. song. Okay. I, I, girl, I remember. I, you know how long it's been since I watch Arthur. Arthur has know? become memes before you actually oh, watching man. the show. What is it? How is it? What is the song? You don't know Arthur? No, ma'am, I don't. Oh man, see now we're not gonna do this. You really about to play it right now? I'm about to find you you it. do realize we're recording. I know. Okay. I she she really wants me. Like I didn't give them credit. To uh, hear the Arthur song. Because so. she over here about jocking they style and don't want I to. had no idea that that's what that came from. Because I ain't heard Arthur not know it how didn't long. come from that. I get your point. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down to your water, Rico. It's an original point of view. Taking some L's as of 2021, y'all, because I thought the pandemic would have been over by now. But no, we we is is still here. We're actually working on our vision boards as we record. And uh, Luana found um, a photo in one of the magazines that speaks to where we're feeling right now inside. But you want to go outside. You want to be outside. Yes, you want to yes. go outside, you know? I quickly so. put that on my board because I'm trying to make the transition. You yes. know, we was out, but we shouldn't have been out. I want to be out and be free. Like, right. I want to be out and not feel guilty about it. I want to be out. You don't want to, if you cough, everybody looking at you like you about to fall the well, hell apart. Well, that probably won't change for some time. No. So there's that. But how y'all doing? <laughs> how are you living? How you feeling? I hope. Your 2022 is off to a decent start, you know? Um, so let's get right on into it. We're going to talk about our It's a Vibe. And unfortunately, fortunately, uh, Betty White passed away on New Year's Eve. Rest in heaven, beautiful angel. We were hoping she would give us to 100, but we will take what we have because so funny. I started watching Golden Girls just because I just wanted to watch Golden Girls because I knew her birthday was coming up. So I'm sitting on the sofa and the fiance comes over and says, oh my God, Red White died. And I was waiting for him to say it was a joke. But yep, she had passed away. whoa, 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 pause. That was your first time ever watching Golden Girls? No, 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 girl, are you serious? Golden Girls is the fabric of my life. Okay, okay. I aspire to be uh, just a a hint of each of them. Right, exactly. When I get their age. Betty... I just, I mean, you have lived an amazing life. You were here longer than most can ever hope to be. And I, you know, Golden Girls, I watch it religiously every night. Like I, uh, ever since I, I think I was like 12, I've been watching Golden Girls. I'm 30. 
So faithfully. faithfully. I watched those reruns like it's my first time seeing it. And we'll be crying and laughing. And you know, a boyfriend be like, damn, ain't you seen that? Ain't you watching reruns? Did you all, there's always that. something new to pick up from the, from the, and they were ahead of their time. Especially like when you're going from preteens to adult adulthood, it's like you have a different appreciation for a rerun the third or fourth time you see it. You know, it hits your spirit different. Yeah. And Betty so, White was ahead of her time in just the way that she treated people. She went against the grain of what was happening during that time um, when she yeah. had her own talk show. And I think there was a, a black uh, performer that she wanted on her show and they didn't think he should be on there. And she said, fuck y'all oh, wow. and still had him on that show. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately her show was canceled uh, shortly after that. But the point of the matter is she did what most people were afraid to do. She stood up for stuff. So and that's amazing. Yeah. And overall I'll take from that, you know, my, my main theme or theory going into 2022 is kindness. It's at the top of my vision board. And I think that she is a picture perfect version that you know she exhibited that kindness and i just to sum it all up thank you for being a friend babe. thank you thank you Ms. thank White. you and we also want to shout out the meg the stallion because she graduated from college yeah she's just out here she doing the dog texas southern yeah texas oh. southern and uh, she got a degree in uh pharmacology okay. so not only is she talented out here she's smart it's a I am with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So people are out here living life as we're celebrating, you know, someone's life and legacy and uh, doing the doggone thing in every way that you possibly can. That's, that's what I'm about going in 2022, leaving no stone unturned. Yes. Speaking of Meg Thee Stallion, we can't speak on that without speaking on the whole legal, legal drama with, uh, uh, what is it, Tory Lanez? What's happening with the case now? Well, I haven't been watching. I don't know if they're airing it on court TV or whatever. Are we actually watching. in trial at this point? They are in trial. They are in and trial. So I think that I'm just catching like the cliff note highlights, which I will always take with a grain of salt because you never really know what all's going on if you're not in the courtroom. Right. But so far from the things I've read, it doesn't look like Meg has a very strong case as far as supporting evidence for the claims that were made. Allegedly mm. some, you know, uh, eyewitnesses came forth and kind of uh, contradicted the story that she gave officers. There was some statement released from the detective that said like he shot at her feet saying dance, bitch, dance. Did you see any article like that? Mm -mm. Okay, so yeah, they were saying that <laughs> the detective recounts the events that, you know, he shot at right before he shot at her foot. Um, he says dance, bitch, dance. Now I'm gonna tell you, I am a criminal lawyer. Shout out to the Fells Firm. You know, www.thefellsfirm.com. Hey. Look me up if you need to. Where but, um, advocacy in my is priority. Yes. Yeah, I know. In my short stint in this here criminal sector, let me explain something to you about Black folk. I ain't never heard of nobody saying dance, bitch, dance before they shoot at you. Whether it's I was saying that Meg wife. said that or somebody else said that, that he said that. That's what he was told by Meg. Mm. So, well, are we, what are we trying to say? What happened to her feet? She got shot in the foot, allegedly, and that's what he got arrested for. But I'm saying, if she wasn't shot in her feet, what happened to her feet? She clearly was injured. She clearly was injured. I say all that to say there may be more to the story than what was led on. But the thing about what older people, you know, as the old people used to say, you tell one lie, you got to tell several to keep it up. Hmm. So, the truth shall set you free in 2022. Smokey! Smokes wants to be a part of the show as well. That's you, know. you hear rustling in the background, guys. 
Um, I say all that to say in 2022, you guys live in truth. Let the truth set you free. If need be. Yes, we, we love the smoke. You, yes. Shout out to you. I have Hopefully, we get some, some resolution in that. I'm not going to speak on it either way. Um, I have mixed views about that trial, though. Uh, so I hope at the Lord. end of it, the truth comes out. Uh, yes. Whatever that may be. And hopefully, people can go on and uh, let's try to treat each other better. But I, I think guess. even her journey into post secondary education is a testament to it's never too late to start over. Absolutely. It's never too late to live your truth, whatever that may be. Excel to the highest level or ring of the ladder that you thought possible. So all that being said, if you started a lie, you don't have to keep the lie going. If that's what happened. Right. Okay. Right. I'm not condoning domestic violence. If that's what happened. Right. Either way, I'm saying never be afraid to start over, even if you started on shaky ground. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, shout out to you, Meg. And we're happy to see that you are going at after every different income stream. It ain't going to just be music. It ain't going to just be business or whatever it is that you decide to do. You're going to go after all of them coins. Right. Because I want some it. sauce. Okay. Tell yes. me how you got the thotty sauce. I want some sauce. What would my sauce be called? If you had a sauce. If I had a sauce, what could I call my sauce? That's a, that's a load of questions. I got to think about that, that now. Loaded. It is loaded. You want me to just tell you off the dome would it be that what my sauce would be? Yeah. I don't know. Saucy or not? I am, but I don't know what it is. Mm, dang it. I got to think about that. I'm going to come back to that. I got to think. What would I want my sauce to be called? Okay. Hmm, she going to hit me with a hard question, y'all. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay, well, we'll revisit. We'll, we'll anyway. revisit. But what would your sauce be since you seem to... I, you know... I don't know. I can't... I can't I'm definitely not a thotty. I'm not... No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got that kind of sauce. What did you say, Rache? Yes. What's your thing? That should be your sauce. No, Rache? I don't have a sauce. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Mm-mm. We're going to revisit that. We're going to have to revisit that. Yeah. Maybe on the next episode. I need to be ready. You need to be ready. Got to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Amen. Shout out to uh, Fabo. F-A-B-O. Oh, okay, y'all. So the topics that we're going to be discussing today is about revisiting things. When, When should you revisit situations and when situations should be left dead? And that could be in anything. Friendships romantic relationships, business, whatever it is, some things you can revisit and other things you might just need to go ahead and let that ride. Yes. What are you leaving behind in the old year? Because, you know, I think we often talk about New Year's resolution and the things that you want to adopt going into a new year. But we never really talk about what was in the old year that needs to maybe kind of be reinvented or shifted, transitioned. Right. Morphed into something yep, to take with you into the new year. Absolutely. What are some things that you feel like you can revisit or other things that, again, need to stay dead? Because obviously most of you, I would assume, have watched the TV show Insecure, which just ended after five seasons. And that very last, um, I would say, season was a series of revisiting. It really was. 
It was definitely a series of revisiting because at one point we didn't think Issa and Molly were going to stay friends, you know, but they were able to repair that relationship. Um, by revisiting. By revisiting. Same thing with eventually her. Spoilers, hopefully by now you've seen it by now. Her and Lawrence have gotten back together and are working through, you know, and deciding that they their relationship is worth saving despite, you know, him having a child with someone else. And it's similar to what I was saying earlier about watching reruns. The reruns, reruns of the Golden Girls. Like, I revisit this We are revisiting. And each time I'm able to take away something different or I have a newfound appreciation for something that I might have even not caught the first time. You know, Dorothy might have said, gave a joke and I didn't get it. But now right. that I revisited it, I get right. it and I love it that I, uh, much more. Uh, I'm picking up what you're putting right. down. I feel and that. So what if that happens with our relationship sometimes? Like sometimes. you meet people sometimes for a lifetime, a reason, or a season, right? Yes. Perhaps you met them for a reason, but because it was at the wrong season, you need to now revisit. Right. And I think that I often struggle with that. Like I struggle with knowing, damn, did I did I get everything I was supposed to get from that? Did I miscategorize this person or this relationship in my life? Right. Right. You know me, EJ. I'm quick. I, you know. My mom says a rolling stone gathers no moss. I will pick them down and put them up. Put them up. <laughs> what is it? Pick them up and put them down. That's I it. guess. Is that so what it is? I, I do. You you know. I mean, in the short time you've known me, what, what would you say? As far as your... Dealings, like relationships, friendship. <sighs> I don't try to force anything. No. Like once I'm no, done. No. I, I think you, you are pretty good about knowing when it's time to hold and fold more so than other people. A lot of times I I'm 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 like uh what's that Gladys Knight song? Neither one of us <laughs> would <laughs> be the first to say goodbye. goodbye. Somebody didn't say goodbye to me. But it's almost like once they do, I'm glad. It's mm-hmm. not you know what I'm saying? So yeah. even though I might cry a little bit, I, I give me two weeks and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. See I forced the cry. I'm like, bring it on. Come on, let's get this behind yeah. us. But sometimes I think I, I often wonder if like you and I once again are ex- both um, extremes of the spectrum, right? Probably not where you want to be. You of need to have a middle ground. You need yeah. to have a middle ground. You know, I'm on one extreme. Again, I might say stuff that I probably should have gotten out a long time ago, and mm-hmm. um, but I know it was for the best at the time. It didn't feel like that. I want to get to the point where I'm able to say, okay, this is not good for me, and I need to go ahead and you know, take, go ahead and just let it go versus always having to be forced out. And so do you have any like bright line rules of when you know internally, like this is probably done? I don't. I'm going to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you I don't. I, we, we, we discussing it. So, you know, we're working through this thing. We can come up with some, some rules, some what, ideals. Will I follow them? Probably not. The goal <laughs> The goal of this conversation the goal is to is figure out to what that looks five, like. Okay, five good good indicators. It's time to leave it. Um, versus, you know, well, each one of us has a set of goals and or not so much goals, values, non-negotiable things. Okay. That no matter what is going on, no matter how much you like this person, if those person that person is going about that hitting that boundary. Of the non-negotiables, that that that's need something you need to let go. Okay, so let's agree. Can we agree that one of them on the list would be um, when I lose respect for you, or when I start to feel disrespected? 
So if I feel like now you just let out tried it. Yeah. Or I feel like you haven't necessarily tried me, but me being around you, I don't really have any respect for you. Right. So respect. Respect, absolutely. Once the respect dies, whether yeah. it's on the giving or the receiving, probably time to let that go. Time to let that go. Now, interestingly enough, my question to you is, can respect be re-earned once it's gone? Like, it, does it work like trust? I guess it depends on what 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 it, what it was that caused you to lose no, the respect. No, I no, do that's think not that. Fair. Yeah, it's making blanket. No, it's not because if you because respect is a feeling, and so you can't say, well, it depends on what this feeling centered around or what broke the respect. We're just talking strictly. I do think that respect can be re-earned. Yes, do. I do. Okay, okay, I do. Yes. I'm not really sure any... anything is is that one thing that cannot be re-earned. You know what I'm saying? That because mm-hmm. that's gonna de- that's going to depend on each person. There are some people who got it to where that's it. There's no going back. Mm-hmm. I really don't want anybody to be that kind of person where you're that hard because we're all going to need a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. You know, God gives us grace for all the mistakes that we make in whatever way that we've you know come at Him wrong or done something that we ain't had no business doing. So I think there shouldn't be a hard uh, anything as far as not being able to get that back, to reestablish it. Uh, However, are there some boundaries that cannot be, um, I guess, mended? Mended? No. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, there's there's no coming back from certain situations. Like, I do think certain lies, omissions. Okay, so that's trust. Okay, so when we're talking about (laughs) Trust, I guess, lies goes into that. Like, why? Yeah. what would be the reason why you would feel like you have to lie to me about something, taking away my choice to choose whether or not I want to still be around you, whatever the truth is? Okay, but you know? whatever that reason is, whatever their reason is, if they did something to break said trust, you feel like trust should still be mendable. Because yes. it's one of those things. I, I, I do think trust respect. is mendable. But so it, again, that too. We're going to come up with yes. five. We'll say when respect is given or not being received, giving and taking, and trust when it's right. giving and taking, and I no longer feel like I can trust you. Right. Those are probably telltale signs that this needs to end. Right. If anybody takes you to a place where you feel like you want to physically harm them, I don't think that's something you can necessarily come back from. You don't, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you can come back from everything, but not that? I didn't. For In, in, my, in, in, in certain situations, I there was no coming back from that in terms okay. of romantic relationships. I mm-hmm. think once you've crossed a certain level with domestic violence, there's no going back from that. Okay, so what if it's not a romantic relationship? What if I want to swing on you? Watch out. Or you want to swing on me? Hmm. Can we come back from that? If I haven't swung on you, but if the moment I do, then I think, nah. But see, that's interesting because I think that's a female thing. Men fight all the time and come back. Physically? Physically. We I don't know these people. It out. Oh, I know plenty. Inside yeah, that's, my that's ex, never used, happened they family. used to fight. Like With his, his friends. Yeah, like they would get to it. Um, You know, and I'm, I'm not... I, from what I was told, he was never on the losing end of those fights. But then, like two <laughs> weeks later, they'd be back talking. Mm. But dudes have a lot of testosterone built up 
animosity. You know, you say some shit I don't want to talk about. It, I'll beat your ass. Like, I guess. And so they just duke it out. Think about it. Think about what you see on TV with families, with young boy children. They get into fights, siblings. They fist fight physically. I don't know. I just think at this big back. age, this age now, I'm not putting my hands on nobody. And so nobody's putting their hands on me. I don't care how mad I get at you. The thought, if I feel like if the thought crosses my mind that I literally want to physically harm you, that's not good for my psyche or or yours. For and a no matter, I don't think there's no coming back from that. I've been in a domestic violence situation. We didn't come back from it because it, to me, the moment you've crossed that boundary, it just escalates. So is it the actual crossing of said boundary, or is it just the thought of crossing said boundary? Actually, crossing it- the boundary. Okay. You know, so if I think about putting my hands on you, but I don't, but it's to the point where now, because I've already gone past the boundary of it actually happening, the moment I'm thinking it, I don't, I don't even want to go there either. Mm-hmm. I just think it's where, wherever you've been in your life, if you've experienced that to where, even if the, if the thought comes to me, I got to get out. And see, this is a very interesting take. And I really love that we're having this conversation because that's how I feel about respect. Once I have lost respect for you, you're not regaining that. Mm. I can't really, I'm thinking back, you know, as we have this conversation, I've been sitting here thinking back in my memory bank, trying to think of like times where I just lost respect for somebody Mm -hmm. and they gained it back and I've got nothing. Because Donald Trump, sir. He never (laughs) had it, so I don't. I mean, I had enough, I had enough human respect for him as being, you know, a living, breathing creature um, on this earth. But now you have none. No. Anybody that I've lost respect for, though, I can't, I, I ain't nobody ever came back from that. Not for me. So, but you said that yours can be rebuilt. And then on the flip side, now we're talking about physical harm, which I would agree that needs to be on the list of the five. So we've got respect, trust, and physical, you know, what is it? Engaging. I don't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> Violence. Violence. Right. <laughs> we, we not choose verbal either. Really yeah. certain things you can't come back from that. If you say to a person, to me, mm-hmm. you know, once you start being disrespectful, calling people bitches and hoe, and a, they can't a, come from a bitch. No, 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 no. It, There's a different, like the way I say bitch <laughs> to my friends versus no, bitch. No, I'm talking to, about if they're really mad and they're arguing. Oh, don't you dare. Call, uh-uh. Don't call me no name. I'm not calling you no name. Don't I mean, call me no name. We're not saying don't. Obviously, the the messages don't do it. But we're saying once it's done, they can't come back. There's no coming back from that. You're not good. No, I'm not even going to say that. I I was going to say I wish a nigga would, but I'm not going to do that. I just think. Right, because he can be a nigga, but you can't be a bitch. What I'm saying is, (laughs) I don't want to go there. I don't think name calling, hitting below the belt about people's insecurities, things like that, to hurt somebody. So being called a bitch is an insecurity? It, again, it depends on how you mean it. Because like, there's there's the nigga and there's nigger. How, how, <laughs> you mean it in a different way, okay? Uh-huh. So there's just no coming back from certain things. Name calling. Ver- All I'm saying is verbal abuse, whether it's name calling or not, if you're not being respectful to people physically and verbally, those are, to me, things that you're not going to be able to come back from, I don't think. But you just It'll always did. be in the back of my mind. You just said in the beginning of this that nobody should be that rigid, that everything should be. There are certain things, those are the things that I think are that you only because, again, I've experienced this from a from a standpoint of not feeling safe, Mm -hmm. you know, and my safety is everything. You know, your peace is non-negotiable. My peace is everything. 
but I can say I've been in a situation where that piece was revived almost in a sense like it's hard to say like I have been in a situation where I was around someone and I physically thought of harming them like this was someone I was in love with and Mm -hmm. I physically thought of putting hands on him and it took me to a place and I told him in that moment that we needed to separate and not talk because he was making me step outside of myself because who I am would never put my hands on you. Right. Right. No matter what you said to me. Mm-hmm. And I left the situation for about a year. And, you know, then he reached out to me. He constantly, you know, kept reaching out to me and I ignored him. I ignored him. I ignored him. And then I got to a certain point where I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and just told me, you know, it's okay. This person is supposed to be a part of your life. It's okay. It was something you needed to go through and grow through to be able to better, um, I guess, handle your emotions and handle situations as such if presented with them in the future. Right. And so it was mendable in a sense when you think about it, because I still wanted to continue having that person in my life, even though that whole physical barrier that we're discussing had been breached. But you never actually did put your hands on this person, right? Or no, but we it's, said it was just a thought. The thought. I yeah, mean, but I see, my fist up. I was really about to hit his ass. Mm, yeah. You said that even if the thought comes, I, I just think for me because I the threshold was crossed. That's why for me it's it's I can't even do that. But I don't know how I would feel if I never had the, the if I never experienced the actual physical part of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Ooh, that was heavy. <laughs> now I have, I have, I feel like been in some squabbles. Not necessarily someone, you know, balled up a fist and punched me in my face, but I do feel like I've been pushed. I've been held against my will, you know, like how they'll someone will grab you mm-hmm. by your shoulders. Trying to keep you from leaving or from moving or leaving. I've had people throw things in the vicinity, which is also violent. You know, mm-hmm. you're not throwing it at me, but you're throwing shit, which then leads me to believe my safety is in danger. Because yeah. next you're going to throw something at me. Exactly. And so I have been in domestic and I, I grew up watching domestic violence. And I do think it scarred me because I think the slightest sign, I'm going to try to kill you. Like, I really I'm going to get you before you get me. Will, yeah, something in me snaps. <laughs> um, So I do think I'm, I'm, I'm actually hypersensitive to it as well, but. Like you said, we're not rigid beings, and sometimes you can be in a situation where it can be revived, um, or maybe not. And you guys have to set these for yourself. Right. We're just putting some right. things out there to help you, you know, really just think kind about of think it. through Process what are the things deep. that can be, you know, worked through, and what are the things that you just got to take that L and be done with it. Yeah. But yeah. I do think we've come up with three good ones, yes. actually, as a good starting Trust. point. I wish we could have two more. What was the other one? Respect. Respect. Violence. Violence. Um, hmm. What is another one? Um, Growth. Growth. Yes. Whenever I'm in a situation and I yes. feel like we're done here, like I, this is stifling me almost, yes. or it's a gravitational pull and it's not a push in the right direction, I kind of got to be done. Yeah. I really start to feel like I need to be done. Yeah. Now, I do think that that is something that is mendable because all of us grow and excel at different rates. So you could be 
kind of heavy on my spirit for where I am right now because I'm trying to accomplish something and you can't really see the vision. Mm -hmm. But then two years from now, you may be on the vision or on a vision and it's on a fast track that then better aligns with my track. You know, Mm -hmm. so maybe I should revisit it in the future. Maybe that shouldn't that maybe that is something that's mendable. But that's definitely one of them for me. I would I have to one thousand percent agree. I feel like a lot of times relationships, particularly the romance, even your friendships, now to think about it, absolutely be are no longer serving its purpose anymore or have has has gone beyond its purpose. Um, if you're stagnant. If one person is growing and the other person is resistant because they're not ready to grow, they're not, they haven't reached a place where they want something better for themselves, um, more than likely you're going to be growing apart. Because we we change it whether we want to or not. Either you're changing for the better or you're changing stagnantly or whatever, but you do want somebody who encourages your growth and is is and is committed to their own growth. Right. Because yeah. I do think it's it's a um it's a push pull push pull force if you guys aren't both making forward progression, or if you guys, I guess, in a sense, aren't making both making backwards, right? <laughs> Moving backwards. I don't, I don't know, but it can definitely be um, some friction there. So that's one of the telltale signs for me. It's time to get out when I start to feel that friction. All right, growth. Got one more growth, or- and um, what's one more? Um, hmm. Do you have to have one more? Does it have to be five? No, it doesn't have to be. Growth, trust, respect, respect, no violence. Mm. Okay. I think those are. I think those are good enough. Because I, I, we'll have to think about that one. Because I'm not really sure how I want to. Um. Yeah, I'm not really sure how I want to end that. We'll come back to it. But right now we have four good ones, four yes. solid ones. Where you guys give us your thoughts. Give us your thoughts. What, what you are mean. some things that you feel like you can, um, if it, it's been, if that boundary has been crossed, is can you come back from it? You know, right. um, I will say in the relationships where those boundaries have been crossed, where somebody broke my trust, somebody broke or was violent with me, somebody, um, lost my respect, I wasn't able to come back from it, you know, but do we have some examples of people who were able to come back from it? I'm trying to think. Um, uh, when I was attending victory church in, uh, I believe that's Norcross Montel Jordan and his wife, they are a part of, they're they're part of the, the, um, marriage ministry. Mm -hmm. And so they were doing like a, a conference on building healthy relationships and things like that. And they talked about um, issues within their marriage and um, she apparently cheated on him. But the point of the matter is they were able to get back Mm -hmm. is what what I'm I'm getting at. So I'm pretty sure every long-term relationship that have been together 10 plus years have had some, some times where they thought, okay, you know, are we still in love? Are we still the same people that we were when we got married? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where, you know, you have to rebuild some things. We're constantly in a state. That's what growth is about. That's you know, right. either you're growing together or you're growing apart. Right. Absolutely. You know? And interestingly so. enough, that's what the sermon was about today. Um, when I went to church, it was about how people like to say it is what it is. But sometimes it's not what it is. 
it is what it is for this moment, but mm-hmm. it has not, it pales in comparison, in comparison to what God has for it to be. So you got to get out of just, you know, the mindset of it is what it is sometimes because what we are in this moment may not have anything to do with what we're destined to be. And if that is so, and you apply that to love, relationships, friendships, what we have going on right now may not be the bigger picture. And so whatever we have going on right now is mendable, is workable. If, you know, like you said, you have the people growing and have the mindset to want to do better and want to accomplish the goal, whatever that goal is, or mm-hmm. want to grow. Mm-hmm. So I just challenge you as you embark upon this new year in 2022 to think on those things, you right. know, what kind of things do we want to come back from? What kind of things are just done and be okay with revisiting some shit? Because I think people will try to make you feel bad about backtracking, but some things require a second look. Right. Okay, I if that's what proofreading is all about. That's what we were taught in in school. That's what I think I think it's a healthy habit to have. And yes. we don't apply it across the board, yes. right? I you you especially in being a lawyer, you can identify with this EJ. It's tons of times you thought you killed some shit. Then you play it back, you look back like, <laughs> "Oh no, I was missing a <laughs> I missed a couple of things." Oops. And so just allow yourself that grace, allow yourself that window to proofread. And I mean, it's not always necessarily to get that old thing back, whatever that is. It might be just to learn from it, you know, and say, how can I be better going forward in my other relationships? You know, how can I do those things better? Being revisiting some things on how you treat yourself. It's not always about the relationships with other people. Sometimes it's the relationship with ourselves. Correct. You know, self-love, you know, is, is, it's gotta be priority. It's way too many of us who, you know, have prioritized relationships with everybody but ourselves. Amen. And you cannot give from an empty cup. If you're empty, you're too busy giving to everybody else. You're worried about what everybody else feels, what everybody else wants. You're not giving anything to you. That's 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 not what we're doing in 2022. And we didn't talk about these boards. So I want to talk about what was on your 2021 board. What did you accomplish from the vision board and what did you not? And now what's on your 2022 board? So... My 2021 board um, had a lot of business stuff on it because obviously through the pandemic, we were figuring out different ways to work, to work smarter, not harder, right? We, a lot of us were not going into offices anymore. So for me, it was finding other ways to still connect with clients. Um, again, still establish myself as an expert in the world of trademarks. And so one of the top... I I see as clear as my mind, one of the top uh, things that I had on my vision board was a woman of influence. And um, I was reflecting back on that. Now, of course, I didn't hit every, not necessarily financial goal per se in my business. However, I definitely um, established that I'm a woman of influence within this space of intellectual property. Mm -hmm. I was on several podcasts. Um, A lot of people reached out to me and were saying how I inspired them. Um, They've been watching what I've been doing. So I definitely accomplished that goal. The other thing on my vision board um, was getting engaged. And and, uh, a a chick is engaged and I got the pear-shaped diamond that I wanted. It was, in fact, it was bigger than I thought because I I was trying to be (laughs) modest out here. I was like, okay. all you got to do is have faith of a mustard seed. Of a mustard seed. And you're going to get a rock. (laughs) <laughs> not a mustard seed so um i'm very excited for that because i actually like this person this is not 
you know, just I'm as married now. Right. You know, I really love this person. I feel like this is my person. You know, this That's is so it. Wonderful. This is it. Of course, there's some other things on that vision board. Definitely got to go into 2020. Two, which Such is doing ass. therapy for sure. I'm gonna put this on the podcast because that has to be priority. Because I will say, mental health has been a big thing in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think we as parents, side note, need to check in with our kids a lot more because I've noticed that the kids of today are not nearly as resilient as we think they are. You have to think about how much shit they've experienced. My God, I, I so I've had to deal with some things with my son with my bonus kids um, and they are under attack. And I just think we put, we are not listening to them, you know, and really understanding where they are. Or we think just because we, you know, supply their financial needs, maybe that, you know, they have food and shelter and things that that means that everything should be okay. But they have their own problems within their own worlds that are big to them. Cause I think back when I was in high school, you couldn't tell me my problems weren't big. Or that they were less valid because I'm not paying bills. And you know to what I'm their saying? defense, they survived a lot of bombs being dropped. Yes. Like we, I graduated high school in 2009. I will say that my childhood had several bombs, including 911. However, we had a lot of good to kind of balance it out. Yeah. yeah. You got to take, I don't think they had as much good, first of all. Mm-mm. And then secondly, a lot of people from my generation are having the kids now. And right. so we're pouring a lot of that trauma that we never dealt with into them. Right. Then they're surrounded by so much more trauma. And Ooh. I don't know that there's just as much good that they have to counterbalance things out. Social media is a, giving it. us an overload. Because I, I feel like we, when I was in school, I got a break from it. It wasn't constantly within in my face from my phone to my laptop to tv they're they're being inundated with things they're worried about what their friends are doing if they're not doing what the friends are doing and somehow that means that they haven't accomplished their goals or somehow there's no time to do it you have plenty of time but i just i think we just need to check in more with our kids mental health has to be priority you are nothing without the mind who cares if the body is physically okay if you're not taking care of the mind okay so i just want to make that priority to be a better mom better bonus mom and just kind of listening to my kids and being a support for them, not always talking to them, listening to them and really understanding what it is that they want to accomplish in life and helping them to accomplish that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, agree. just being more parenthood is a crapshoot. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, I, I'm learning as I go. My, my relationship is adjusting as he's gotten older, you know, mm-hmm. so that that is definitely something that I want to do better in 2022 is just being more mindful of where people are mentally and checking in with folks more regularly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, COVID has uh, done a number on my family. I experienced a major loss at the end of 2021. My aunt has passed away and she was only 34 years old. Rest her um, so, you know, I do have a little bit of regret around that and that maybe I didn't check in enough with her. Um, so I, I'm going to be more mindful of checking in with people. In fact, I need to call my uncle back. Not to think about it. But just, again, up, the people I know, that I know and love dearly, that I do love them. And I just, I don't want to always just give you your flowers when you're gone. I want to give you your flowers while you're here. That's right. You know, because life know. is just entirely too short. You never know. That's something that I actually picked up in therapy, in couples therapy, that said, uh, you know, you never know what a person is going through. And sometimes just the thought 
the the thought that someone thought of you goes farther than we realize. Right. Like, damn, somebody hit my phone today and it wasn't a bill collector. I got a text message today that just said hello. No strings attached. That means the world to someone who might be going through something. Yeah. And you not you may not ever know a month from now, a year from now, 10, you may not ever find out what they were going through in that moment, but what you did made made the difference. Right. And mm-hmm. so sometimes you just gotta take the time and just say, hey, because you could be a, a spot of sunshine in a dark cloud that right. you knew nothing about. Right. Um, yeah. So that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Now my little 2021 board <laughs> at the top of it, it says keep it going. And I do think that's what we did. 2021 was rough for me, but I kept it going. You know, they tried to take a real one out of the game. I couldn't walk, but I kept it going. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it was what? 2021 was your 30th birthday, right? It was my 30th, 30th birthday. birthday. She asked me, does yes. 30 hurt? And I think she thinks and it does. And everybody said no. <laughs> they lied, y'all. They lied. <laughs> if you are 30 and under and you're listening out there, hear me and hear me clear. It hurts. <laughs> the pain, okay. <laughs> I mean, literally, I think what five months in, six months in. No, it was about seven months in. I, I what? I turned thirty in April. By July, I couldn't walk. So <laughs> I said she had a hell of a time, but I still kept it going. Um, and you know, I came up with my little saying for EJ: "Still, I thrive." So it's right along. They're parallel. You know, they're synonym, synonymous statements. Keep it going. By any means necessary, we have kept it going. My business has survived a pandemic. Um, my intern left. My paralegal has now decided to find a new uh, new endeavor because she bought a new home. And it's mm. very far from my office, so it's mm. kind of far for her to commute, which mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. But again, this show must go on. So we have kept it going. Y'all get back with me at the end of 2022. <laughs> we'll see if we can still keep it keep it going. Um, also on my board, I have that when God closes windows, he opens doors. God, you didn't close a lot of windows. I'm looking for the door. But I, I do have faith that it's still coming. Um, I have a home at the bottom of my board because I thought for sure that I would purchase a home in 2021. Honey. If you're listening again, you guys, and if you're not woke out here or if you are young and just not quite here yet, it is a housing crisis going on in these streets of Georgia. Yeah. Now, I can't speak for the whole United States of America, but I have, you know, I do have some friends in other states and they say, they're saying similar things. Mm. It's the cost of living is way too high to rent to the point where it doesn't make sense. And then there are a lot There's of- definitely going to be a crash if that's the case. Yeah, and then there are a lot of things going on that make it hard for you to buy. Uh, so then you're left kind of like damned if I do, damned if I don't. And it's because you gotta have somewhere to live. <laughs> and I'm wondering what people are doing because you know I, I work, I work now, I work very hard. <laughs> yes, I do, and I struggle to pay rent. And they're telling me I'm too broke to afford a home. But then it's folks with no jobs holding up house keys. And then so rent I'm, is higher than your average mortgage. Correct, so make that make sense. Because I pay $1,300. Shelter. That's, <laughs> that's a primary need. Now, that ain't secondary. That's primary. No, that I need to wear my That head. is not a luxury. They said if they said this was a part of the American dream. Okay. I need, I need my more 40, like a nightmare. Because I need my 40 acres. We, I'm going to let you keep the mule. I, need, I don't even need the mule. But I need my acres. Can I get one acre? I don't even need 40. I, need, I, can, I can, Just give me one I acre. I need my acres. 
okay? Then also on my board, what do I have, girl? Yoga for more energy. Honey, we still popping Red Bulls. But <laughs> smiling that we I think doing. we did a lot of smiling I, despite the pandemic our little happy hour group unbuttoned held it down yeah we got together enough to where I really that's another thing I would like to grow in 2022 is our happy hour group yes yeah, stay you tuned know? guys we're gonna have some special guests yes hopefully from you know our lawyer happy hour event yes we want people to come from all walks of life it's not all just lawyers yeah you know because we want to hear what you guys are doing in the communities and how we can support you yeah. So yeah. overall, I would say <laughs> hydrate and glow is on your hydrate. Board. I love that. Glow. Got I, to stay glowing. I am hydrated. I keep a juice box. Okay. I, I was thinking more water, but okay. I mean that's how you keep it wet. You gotta drink the water. Okay. All right. Go for it. with a couple of my friends that's still back out here in this dating pool. I don't have too many at this point. Everybody is booed, well, for the most part, booed up. You might have one foot in and one foot out, but the point of the matter is there's still somebody in your life. What are you checking in with them for? Because my, the, the, when we started ATL Watering Hole, it, we were focusing on dating. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. just... Of course, it's a, it's a full gamut of things because we are multifaceted, but... I do feel like I do want to hear what people are saying about dating now because I've been out the game for a little while. So I'm, you know, well, I ain't been, been out that safe. long. I ain't been out that long. And I don't feel it ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> it's still got me in it. <laughs> Variants. Well, I got I got chewed out at a um birthday party that I went to because I said, you know, in passing conversation that the dating pool is contaminated. Oh, and somebody's newlywed wife just ate me up. Well, that's the places you're going and the people well, Mary, you're seeing. You're married, your so you can't I'm speak like, on this right now. Sit this one out. how would you know? Sit right. this one out. And she's like, well, I was single before we got married. We just what? got married. What? I said, but how long were y'all dating before you got married, honey? She was like four years. Okay, so again, let me have it. Let, let you have it. Let me have it. So we had before you. I digress. Um, everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't think the waters are contaminated, Godspeed. God bless. I'm so happy for you. I don't know what I would have done. But I feel like if we were on Family Feud, the survey would say <laughs> that it's a little rough out here. A okay? little bit. Hell, you got people living together just to make the rent. So I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. Mm. But. The end goal is to win. So by any means necessary, I hope you win. I, I will say the world is different to where, you know, I think when my our parents were growing up, they could easily come out of high school, find a job, you know, a decent job, and it was enough to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Now you need three or four jobs to just pay rent. And that, honey, is not the pursuit of happiness. Not by my terms. Mm-mm. That is not living. Oh, that I heard somebody working. talking about they went to the grocery store you know, to get things that they normally get. They, you pretty much are a creature of habit. 
the grocery bill was $90. This last time they went, it was almost $200. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got the same salmon. <laughs> the same it. little leaves. That is what they That is exactly. Parmesan cheese. Correct. <laughs> that is exactly what is going on out here. And it trickles. It's just like a downward spiral that trickles into everything. Because it's like, dang. Do I really hate him that much? Yeah. Because I'm hungry. Or damn. Because I really don't want to go work an extra 24 hours. Right. To, you know. Just and to it keep sucks. It really sucks. Because I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what the end goal is. But uh, And you know, that's kind of back to my point about as far as like how we are so, I guess, oblivious to what our kids are going through because we'll tell them you get out here in these streets and Pull become an adult by your bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> you be so quick to want to be an adult well, you know get out well. here and you see what these bills really do you yeah. know but at the end of the day they still have their issues regardless of whether or not they're not paying bills per se mm-hmm. you know so yeah but yes y'all yeah, we we are idea. looking forward to 2022 2021 has been a doozy it's yeah, had its lot highs and most certainly it it's had lows. a lot of highs though i did have a lot of highs um and a few lows that's y'all nice. ej's 2022 board is nothing but marriage stuff yes i'm planning my wedding we are it is destination wedding y'all so it's between putacana dominican and the bahamas so um we actually went to the georgia bridal expo and um it was quite overwhelming but after we signed up for quite a few of the contests there we won several trips so one of the trips includes going to freeport bahamas so since that's on our there. vision board um as far as a potential destiny uh place for the wedding we're going to check that out this summer as one of our couple's trips so okay. i'm excited do you have anything else on your board that's not marriage on this board, no. So I'm thinking I'm going to do another board. She It'll be one that's to. just all business and working out and things like that. Because I really, as I'm getting closer to my 40th birthday, um, I want to be in the best that's shape of my year? life. No, that will be the following year, 2023, when okay. we get married. Speaking of, so. your best body is something that's on my 2022 vision board. Because, honey, 30 trying to take me out. <laughs> but 31... Play hard, get thee behind. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting on this mat. Whatever we got Whatever to do. Whatever we got to do. I'm going to get to this best body. Period. Because EJ is forcing me to be in her wedding, guys. So, yep. I refuse to be looking like the Goodyear blimp on anybody's wedding pictures. I don't give a damn. Uh, and yes, also, yes, I'm yes. I, want my, I want my bridesmaids to look better than me. That's what I want. I want them to be like, you see them bitches up there? Did you see my bitches up there with me? I'm just a happier person when I'm working out. So yes, I'm, I'm absolutely. I want life. to learn how to teach Steph because my instructor has moved away to South Carolina. We love you, Lisa. We miss you. Uh, but yeah, obviously God is telling me that that's something he wants me to learn how to do. Shout out to my so, mom whose birthday is um, in, oh two, my goodness. In, in three days. Yeah, I will tell y'all how old she going to be, but if she should ever hear this, she would kill me. Is your mom's last name Fails? Yes, it Mama is. Mama Fails, happy birthday. Just know that y'all, she has lived a wonderful long life and a lot of people don't get to see it. So uh, in fact, that is one of the things on my biz on my vision board for 2022. It says, last year opened my eyes and made me realize, one, I don't want to take anything for granted. Mm. And two, our time in this world is not promised. Anything can happen. Oh and my so, gosh, yes. My Mom, God. So I love true. you to life. 
And I'm so glad that you have lived such a long life. And that, and I pray that God continues to, to bless you with life and strength and health. And if he can take me first, Lord, take me on. I'd rather go first. Um, there you have it. I don't it, think she would want that. But, you know, happy birthday. It's about what she wants. This, this, this is my show. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I said what I said. Okay. And, oh, right. also, mm-hmm. y'all, on my vision board, y'all pray for me because I do intend to take a trip to Africa this year. Oh, my goodness. That's what part? Zebra. You know, I was thinking South Africa. Okay. Um, But we haven't really got shut in stone yet. Maybe Kenya. I don't know. Right. I'm open. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Yeah. Put away them coins. We're going to do that. We didn't, yeah, we didn't start putting them coins together. We got my mom, her passport. Oh, good. For as old as she is, she's never had a passport. Wow. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm here for it. Yes, guys. So, we want to know, are you guys doing vision boards? Do you find them helpful? I do feel like vision boards keep, you know, the goals that I have in mind in my mind. You know what I'm saying? That I'm working towards doing whatever I need to do to make those visions happen. You know? And I just like staying focused. You know, because some a lot of times a lot of people are out here without an anchor. You know, they don't have anything to be focused on. They just coasting. Yep. And life is a, a little too short for that. It's gonna keep going, but guess what? One day you just gonna not wake up, and you, I don't, I don't want, I want to live this, leave this life with no regrets. No regrets. That I didn't try at something. Yeah. So you y'all know. take pictures, post them in the comments. We'd love to see them. them. What's the website? Atlwateringhole at gmail.com. Yeah. We love you guys. We're going to record more often. That's what we want to do for 2022. We want to see what you guys are, you know, what's going on in your world. You know, you can share your topics with us so we can come up. So we're not go shooting off the dome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's good, but, you know, it would be nice to have some direction. Yeah. But yeah. it's been real, y'all. Yes. This is Luana. And EJ of EJ Lee Law Practice, where the motto is to be referee whistle official out here with your trademarks, your copyrights, and your business contracts. And Luana Fells of the Fells Firm, where advocacy is priority. Hit us up. Look us up, www.thefellsfirm.com. And I will make sure that all of that information is in the description box. We are wishing you a wonderful, healthy, and happy, safe 2022. Happy New Year! Hey, come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down to ATL Water Ring Home. Till next time, guys.